Hi, my name is Ben Ford. I'm the developer advocate here at Puppet. It's my job to build relationships between developers within the company and developers in the community. So I regularly work with Fox Pupili. With me, I have Hunter and Eric, who've both had a pretty long history with them. Could you introduce yourselves? Uh, hi, my name is Eric Putnam, uh, and I like to wear cool socks. Uh, I worked on the modules team here at Puppet for about two years um, and was interacting with Fox Pupili pretty regularly. I'm also known as E. Putnam on the internet, and uh, I now work on the Pipelines team. Hi, my name is Hunter Haugen. Uh, I'm often known as Hunter, both on GitHub and on the Puppet Forge. I've been working with Puppet for uh, many years, since back when the Apache module was small and simple, and it's grown quite large since. We were also uh, a small company that existed on IRC on Freenode itself. Uh, since then, I've been working with uh, the Puppet community that has been renamed itself as Vox Pupilai. I've also moved recently to the Pipelines team and work with Eric on various projects. The history is kind of an interesting segue there. Could you tell us maybe a little bit about the uh, the Puppet namespace on the Forge and uh, kind of the difference between that and Puppet Labs? Yeah, sure. That's actually kind of an interesting bit of history. So Puppet itself, uh, Puppet Inc., used to be named Reductive Labs. Um, and Puppet was the main product. And out of that, we became identified by our software called Puppet. Um, so we changed the name to, from Reductive Labs to Puppet Labs. And about that time, the Puppet community, uh, the modules community named currently named Vox Pupilai came up. And they chose the name of, uh, to go with Puppet Labs as the official organization, they chose the name of the Puppet community because they were the open source uh, community around the open source product named Puppet. On the Forge... Official modules were released under the Puppet Labs namespace. And the namespace is kind of on the forge who you identify as. And uh, many authors could be known by their name. So my name on the forge was Hunter, and I could publish modules under, under that. And so you would understand the qualifications of the author that you're getting a module from. So Puppet Labs had um, good, a good reputation for quality modules. The Puppet community chose the name of Puppet, um, just because Puppet Community was really long and ended up uh, when Puppet Labs decided to rebrand as uh, Puppet Inc., the Puppet Community uh, was also requested to change their name. And so we had a vote and common Latin phrase is Voice of the People, Vox Populi. And the play on words was Voice of the Puppets, so Vox Pupili. And that's how the community got their name. Also known as just VP for short, but fully spelled out as Vox Pupili on IRC, on Freenode, and on the community Slack. Right on. So what is working together as that, that group? Like, what, what does that do for the community as a whole? I think it's, <clears throat> it's extremely beneficial um, having a community that's as involved as they are. Um, it was always a, a pleasure working with them, and um, I think it, at times, or most of the time, we wish we could have some of them working here. Uh. You know, some of the largest amount of contributions for um, the modules team has actually been coming out of the Vox Pupilai group. Basically, they produced enough code changes and updates to the modules that a our team was almost full-time just doing code review, merge, and release uh, to maintain the pace coming of the coding coming out of Vox Pupilai. They were really on the ground and engaging with uh, the community from an internal company perspective of who's using these modules. The members of Vox Pupilai were the people at companies using these modules, and they could produce 
uh, and update them on their day-to-day job. What would you say that like maybe their charter or purpose uh, is? Like why did they band together as a group? I think they, I mean, it's just they want to organize people around uh, maintaining these high quality modules uh, that they build. And um, another, the big, I think, driver behind having a group of them is that they they share um, administrative rights to the modules. And this um, helps prevent, you know, if somebody were to... uh, add a module to the community and then for whatever reason abandon it or had to leave it um vox Pupili enables um the maintenance of that module to continue because uh, that entire group um maintains every module um sounds like you're talking about a lot of modules what kind of modules are, are they maintaining so the vox Pupili group works with uh generally everything licensed Apache too, so it's all open source. The modules themselves are a lot of times the base layer needed to support an infrastructure from the operations and, the, and even the developer perspective. Uh, the, actually, the kind of modules they have is the baseline, like the LDAP and the React and Node.js. And there's, there's not really any duplication, I don't think. They don't maintain any modules that we have. And we try to work with the community to make sure that uh, we don't step on each other's toes and duplicate things, so they have a lot of the baseline functionality needed. And it's it's probably worth noting also that it's not just modules. I mean, most of the what they are is is modules, but um, also you know some some best practices and some tooling around modules uh, also come out of Vox Pupili. I was going to ask about that. It, it seems like maintaining a lot of different modules is uh, might be a lot of work to keep them all in sync and keep them all like like uh, following the same or similar patterns. What what sort of tooling have they built? Have they developed? Uh, a large portion of the tooling is they maintain many different uh, puppet lint parsing uh, rule sets so that we can maintain code consistency across all the modules. Um, another tool that came out of this effort was the module sync so they uh, were the probably the biggest users of module sync itself before the PDK kind of came in to provide some of the similar functionality um, but it just synchronizes the basic config testing uh, documentation code of contact etc um, you know, contribute contribution markdown files and everything across the modules themselves to keep them consistent so what about the people in the group I mean, there's lots of different people. There must be lots of different uh, personalities. Are there, like, conflicts? Do people, uh, do, you, do you talk about things? Um, what's it like to work with, uh, with this group? They're great people. Uh, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a dynamic in the group, I think, that um, everybody is, or there's at least maybe a feeling in the group that everybody is there for the greater good of the modules. Um, I don't know if. I mean, that's what it feels like. And so when there are disagreements, um, they're handled with, in my experience, everybody is just very direct uh, and everybody understands that nobody's like taking shots at each other. We're just um, trying to make better modules. So um, I think with a with an attitude like that, there's, uh, there's very, you know, nobody wants to kill each other. I mean, we're all just... <laughs> for the month. I think it's a, I think it's a cool it's a cool environment and yeah I'd have to say that most of the arguments that I've seen on the the list or in pull requests are not uh, 
of whatnot, they've been very, very kind and, and, and focusing more on, on the, on the thing that you're talking about. Nobody takes uh, anything personally. Yeah, we've been really lucky to work with a solid community like that. From Eric and my perspective, being on the modules team inside of Puppet, there was uh, definitely opportunities for conflict of interest from a uh, open source versus uh, corporate interests. Um, but they, we had a standing weekly hour in which we'd all get together and anybody could propose discussion topics. And that really helped just seeing each other in person via video chat uh, every single week and maintaining communication via IRC just really helped keep the the human perspective on the whole thing and that we're all just here because it's helpful and we enjoy it. It's really good to hear. How would somebody, like, like how do people get involved with the project? Getting involved is actually really easy. Uh, the GitHub namespace, github.com slash voxpupilai, has uh, any sort of code bases. You'll also see these modules published in the forge so any user of our, of the modules if they run into any pain points can you can you know document the fact that you know a feature that you would like is missing or you can uh, start a, opening a pull request that just proposes some changes that you might want uh, pull github makes pull requests really easy to open up and get started on um, and don't worry about the code because as we've said, the community is very friendly and they'll give lots of great feedback on uh, how how you can just improve your own uh, code base and learn your, learn your skills and improve them on the fly. Um, so back and forth review. If you want to talk to people in real time about some issues that you're having or questions about how to implement things or, um, or even getting started, there's always IRC channel and... Uh, that is hashtag uh, hash voxpupilai on freenode.net. And there's the Slack voxpupilai channel on the Puppet community Slack. So there's no, it sounds like there's not really a formal process for getting involved. It's just you see something in their namespace that sounds interesting to work on, and you step up and maybe contribute a pull request or, or an issue or something and just get involved. Yep, definitely. There's also a list of open issues on a lot of the modules. So if something looks interesting and uh, documentation is definitely always a good way to go because you can document things uh, without making code changes but really get to know a code base through that process. Um, you can know the Git workflows and the code uh, structure and all of these different sorts of aspects of how the modules are used just by doing documentation. Yeah, definitely. And, and like from a personal standpoint, I can say that uh, getting involved with documentation and just helping people to like clarify and, and, and write the docs that's maybe one of the lowest cost ways of getting involved and one that offers so much uh, uh, reward out of it. And there's not as many there's not as many people interested in doing that as there are in writing code. So that's a real good way to get uh, to use your uh, use your skills. So if you have a module that, that you want to share with the community, what uh, how do you go about uh, doing that? What's the, the process like? Uh, getting Vox to, to adopt the module, you mean? Right. Uh, that's... It's actually on their website. They have um, some pretty good instructions that I myself have been referred to when asking the same question. <laughs> so I would encourage people to go to voxpoopily.org. Um, under their documentation section, there's some step-by-step -step instructions for that. What are some reasons you think that people might be interested in getting involved? I mean, it sounds like a lot of work. What are what are the some of the rewards you see coming out of it? For the wider, you know, for the wider community, just the, the continuation of the Vox Pupili community 
is is of benefit to um, anyone using Puppet because they do maintain high quality modules, and you want high quality when you're, you know, deploying production systems. I think you can also uh, expect some personal growth if you're regularly involved in writing modules and um, interacting with this community. Uh, there's a lot of people in it that know a lot of things and uh, a lot of things for you to learn. Um, a lot of people in Vox Boopily have been in it for a while. Um, one of the things about getting started with Puppet is uh, puppeting your infrastructure from scratch to 100% takes a whole lot of effort. And the groundwork has been laid in the Vox Boopily code base um, pretty heavily. So lots of times people actually end up getting involved just through the side effect of uh, using the modules there and having a feature in mind that they'd also like, they contribute it, and now they're part of the community. And the community is just so welcoming that they end up getting uh, part of the daily chatter and the meetups and all of these sorts of things that we might do from time to time um, just by the side effect of using the modules in their own work environments. Um, and the more people we have in our community doing things like that, and the more we keep kind of our open source side alive. So do you think that Vox People I has very much uh, influence maybe on like like uh, product roadmaps or different features that Puppet might uh, uh, offer? I think actually, sadly, probably the answer is no. They tend to have their own roadmaps and their own uh, corporate direction, but they also are the heartbeat of the, of the community, the Puppet users themselves. And um, oftentimes, they are the first ones to implement the things that the community most needs before uh, Puppet Inc. gets there. So we... Uh, on the modules team actually try to enable them because they are fast moving uh, they're fast moving creators with original ideas and original content and so um, it actually might be kind of the other way around where we can influence their workflow um, and support them in in their efforts do they ever do anything like I don't know, like like catch pup, uh, problems with puppet modules or, or uh, tools or anything and, and like help us identify and fix the problems before other people get to them? The one thing we work together quite a lot on is the testing tooling. Uh, so Puppet Inc. creates uh, testing tooling for puppet modules and they're a huge consumer of that. So any problems that arise from modules, upstream nightly builds a puppet or uh, the testing tooling itself, they often are some of the first people to notice what's going on. Or uh, being part of the Ruby ecosystem is always a wild ride. So uh, upstream problems with Ruby gems that might emerge from the community outside of our control, they're often noticing it and proposing solutions before it even hits our CI. Uh, we work back and forth just to keep the ecosystem going for ensuring quality for all of our customers. Yeah, a lot of them are in Europe. So, you know, we would wake up in the morning and find out that they had already figured it out and proposed a solution, you know. Well, thanks for letting us share the story with you. Fox Pupilai is a fascinating uh, group of people, and they do a, a really important job in our community. I don't think it's going too far to say that we wouldn't even be here uh, where we are today without them. We've all benefited from their work, whether you really know it or not. So if you happen to see somebody at a conference somewhere with a, a Fox sticker on their laptop, you should really walk up to them and thank them for a, shake their hand, thank them for a job well done. Part of my job today is deepening that relationship that Puppet has with Fox Pupilai and making sure that they're well supported. I'm excited to see where that uh, can take us in the future. So if this group sounds like something you'd be interested in getting involved with, I'd suggest stopping by their website. We've mentioned it several times, foxpupilai.org. 
Thanks, Eric and Hunter. And thanks for all your good work. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, thanks. Thanks.